Welcome to Dear Wallflower, your podcast advice column where every week your hosts will answer a letter from listeners just like you, answering the big life questions facing today's women. Make sure to stick around for our weekly recommendations on books, movies, music, lifestyle, beauty, and more. We're so glad you're here. Grab a cup of tea and come on in. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to Dear Wallflower. I am your host, Kelia Clarkson. I am an actress, writer, filmmaker, and I am the editor-in-chief of Wallflower Journal. And with me today is my lovely co-host. I am Jessica, Jessica Schroeder. I am a writer. I'm currently finishing up my PhD in theology, so I'm currently a student and thinking about what might be next around the corner. Um, I live in Denver on the front range of the Rockies in beautiful Colorado, and uh, I love all things food, tea, wine. Um, I could talk about them indefinitely. So there's that. Wonderful. Well, I'm just, I'm so excited to have you all here today. This is the very first episode of Dear Wallflower. So this is a fun adventure that we are all going on together. Um, but I'm going to be pretty honest. I am a little bit nervous because I'm a total introvert. Mm. And the thought of talking for 30 minutes and recording it and letting anybody listen to it is um, definitely kind of anxiety inducing. Um, But come to think of it, I think you're also an introvert, aren't you, Jessica? I am. You know, I totally identify with what you just said. And I think there's a sense of uh, just really deep and rich vulnerability that we're both um, taking part in right here. Um, It's a really cool opportunity, but it does give you a little bit of the sense of anxiety in the sense that yeah, anybody could hear this. So while I yes. want to be brave and go share lots of great things, I also recognize it's it's public. It's out there. Yeah, yeah. And that is like one of the scariest things for um, introverts. But we are introverts that have a whole lot of thoughts and, and rich inner worlds. And so we're really excited to share them with you all that are listening. Um, but I, I really had it on my heart to start this podcast because, um, I just felt like there was this, um, kind of a void of places for women that talked about the really, um, very real issues that we're facing today. Um, but they would also offer good and beautiful truths and, um, advice that really made sense and led to more whole lives. And so that was, um, it was my vision, kind of with starting this podcast. That's why I kept um, this. It was an idea I kept coming back to. Um, so I'm I'm super excited. What what interested you in coming on this podcast, Jessica? I'm curious. Great question. You know the way you just described your heart behind Wallflower Journal in general, as well as the podcast itself. The way that you described it as this place set apart for women that is encouraging, that shares truth, um, goodness, and beauty. Those themes just jumped out the first time I heard about this opportunity to get involved with with writing for Wallflower. And then for you to invite me along on this journey, I'm so, so honored and so pleased to be doing it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, um, as promised, we do have a letter for you all today that we're going to be reading. And it covers the topics of social anxiety and making friends. And I think those are things that um, I think we can probably all relate to at least a little bit. So I'm I'm really interested to hear what Jessica has to say um, to this writer. So are we ready? 
We're ready. Let's go. Awesome. Okay. Dear Wallflower, I'll preface this letter by saying making conversation and finding friends has always been a struggle for me. I'm a pretty big introvert and these things have always felt unnatural to me. I've never been considered one of the cool girls. Anyway, I recently stepped out of my comfort zone and tried out a Bible study for the first time. Just showing up was a battle all on its own. But there were a lot of people around my age, and I felt like maybe I could find a friend here. Problem is, I didn't know how to connect with any of them. Everyone else there was laughing, talking, having a good time. It looked so easy for them. But I couldn't figure out how to get out of my head and say something. I barely said a word because I never saw the right time to get in on a conversation. And when I did, I hardly said anything because I was afraid of sounding stupid or weird. So by the end, when everyone left, no one knew my name. And I felt like I had just been a fly on the wall the whole time. A part of me doesn't even want to go back next week. I'd rather just stay home and read a book like I have for the last 27 years. But then I also feel like I should go back and challenge myself. How can I get past this anxiety and figure out how to speak up and get out of my head? Sincerely, a friendly loner. Wow. I think that's a letter we can probably all connect to. (laughs) Um, Jessica, I would love to hear some of your your thoughts. Sure. Yeah. I I had a, a few thoughts stand out to me in reading through this letter. First, thanks to a friendly loner to being um, open about this struggle. I think yeah. you're right that a lot of us can relate to this extroverts and introverts alike. We've all found ourselves in situations where we're uncomfortable and have trouble making friends or mm-hmm. fitting in or even feeling seen. Um, so first I just want to say, we, we need to commend our friend here <laughs> for stepping out of her comfort zone. This is a huge yeah. thing. Um, she said that just showing up was a battle on its own. So I think sometimes the first step is the hardest and she took that step. So, mm. um, feel encouraged and, uh, also recognize that there, I think there's something about committing to being a part of something as difficult as it might be to show up that when, um, when we are expected to be there. So when those, um, relationships do start to, um, form mm. that it, it can, I think it can be easier to overcome that hurdle. Um, the more familiar we get with the environment, what's expected, and even just feeling like, oh, well, I've committed to this. I'm going to show up. And I That's think true. there's just kind of that ex- external commitment that helps us to keep going. So yeah, first way to take the first step. Yeah. Um, this idea of getting out of her head, um, I wanted to address that. I think it can be really tricky to do this um, when we're more wired to be in our heads for those of us that are maybe internal processors or just don't have as many words that we feel like we want to share with yeah. a lot of people. Um but I feel like now that she's been in the group once, um, considering I would, I would urge her to consider thinking of one or two of the other people that were there at that group that she might try to strike up conversation with the next time. Mm. Um, it's not, it's not weird to have a game plan. I think that often this can be what gives you confidence to speak in the moment because, um, you have an idea beforehand of what you're going to say instead of, um, relying on, yeah, yourself, maybe in one of the most anxious scenarios to try to think of something in the moment. So yeah, it's not, it's not weird to prepare something no. <laughs> uh, as long as you, you know, help it not, not feel too scripted. I think that's totally possible and uh, mm. a way to, to maybe get around this idea of feeling stuck in her head. Um, I would also add that 
she, she shared that she was afraid of feeling stupid. And I think we all mm. can um, feel that way, especially when like she said, I'm not one of the cool kids. I'm like, no, me neither. I've never, <laughs> I've never been one of the cool kids. And I totally feel that. And yeah. uh, we have to be willing to go out on a limb because uh, we, we are either uh, keeping ourselves potentially keeping ourselves from joy and really deep connection by not, um, not risking. So I feel like potentially it's really one of either extremes. It's, you might get burned, you know, someone might, might laugh at you or you might feel stupid. Um, and that could just be a perception, by the way, it might not really be that they think that you're stupid, but again, there could be some pain that could come with that. But, um, and then their hand, if we don't risk that we may not get those strong connections and find those kindred spirits that may, um, really identify something that we're willing to share. Wow. That's really powerful. Yeah. You have to open yourself up to joy Mm -hmm. and that takes a little bit of risk. Yeah. Staying safe within, let's say like a turtle in its shell. So like we're not, yeah, we won't, we won't experience pain, but we also won't experience joy. Um, I think I have one final thought I'll share before we see what you have to say. Uh, She said the others made it look so easy. And this, this made me think of the, um, the notion of comparison. Oh. Comparison is such, such a fiend. Yeah. Um, I feel like we could tear ourselves up on the inside by looking at others and assuming that we're somehow less than them. Um, and maybe it was more natural or easier for some of them to connect. And in large part, it could be the case, um, not just because of personality, but they may already know each other. Um, That's true. But the reality is it could have been difficult for some of them their first time getting to know some of these people. So it can be tricky when we don't really know people. Um, we kind of have have this perception of what's on the surface. And sometimes, and oftentimes our first, um, first impressions are actually wrong. So yeah. it's helpful to keep that, that in mind. And I'll tag on this idea of, of vulnerability, just like we're being vulnerable here, yeah. um, sharing these thoughts with all of you. Um, I would say to a friendly loner that it's okay to admit that this process is hard. Mm. Uh, nothing breeds vulnerability like vulnerability. So I realize yeah. that it isn't easy to, to be vulnerable. It's definitely, it's definitely difficult, but I recommend she might try saying something like, you know, this is all kind of uncomfortable for me. I'm not very, I'm not very extroverted and can have a hard time making conversation in a big group, but I'd really like to get to know you. You know, and that could be something yeah. that's appropriate to say to the entire group, or she might even just say it to one or two individuals, maybe starting with the host. And I, I think yeah. um, we all, we all, we all could be surprised at how warmly our, our vulnerability and our openness is received. That is so true. We, I think we, we want to kind of like put up this front a little bit of like, oh, I, I'm a cool kid. You know, I want them to think I'm a cool kid. And it's like, you know, sometimes this, this vulnerability, this thing that you're trying so hard to hide is actually the thing that would really connect you to somebody. I think that's a really, really good point, Jessica. Thanks. Um, all right. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump in with some thoughts that I have. Um, first of all, I really, I do want to thank this writer for writing this in, um, again, your vulnerability matters. So thank you so much for, um, for trusting us with this and, and sending this letter. And I also just want to say, I really understand this pain. Um, this is a struggle that, that I've always had. I still have to this day. Um, you know, I've, I've been to a lot of groups like this. Um, and I 
just always wished I could like figure out that code, kind of like the formula. How do I become the cool, extroverted and funny girl? You know, we have all seen this girl that Mm. she just has everyone like hanging on her every word and um, everyone likes her. And, you know, we, we just so desperately want to be her. Right. And, um, and then I would try and then I would freeze up. Um, and it just, it led me to this place where I didn't want to try anymore. Um, and, and even worse than that, people thought I was mean because I was really, really quiet and, you know, (laughs) cause I would just go, okay, well, it's probably like better to just not say anything and be like totally neutral. Mm. And yeah, sure. Like neutrality is great sometimes, but, um, but maybe not in this scenario. And, um, so it, it, that that's always been like a really deep struggle for me. So I totally identify, um, with this, with this pain. Um, and I also want to applaud you for, um, just going in the first place. Um, again, that was a battle that you already won. You know, you have a lot of battles and you won that one. So that's, incredible. And I think you should go back. (laughs) Um, but I think you should put a plan in place, like Jessica said. Um, and it's also, as you said, it's, it's not weird to have a plan. You know, some people don't need a plan, you know, um, like my, my husband, Nathan is super, um, like charming. He knows how to just talk to anybody, just open up any conversation and get people to like him. And that is, not who I am. I am someone who I need to walk in with some kind of plan. Otherwise I'm just going to freeze up and not really know what to say. Um, so yeah, I think that, I think that's something that would be really helpful to you. Um, and then another thing that I thought about as I, um, read your letter is I recently read this book called how to win friends and influence people. Mm. And it was kind of life-changing for me, but basically the book focuses like, it's basically how to get people to like you. Um, and it turns out most people are interested in talking about themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I, I finally understood that it wasn't about me being a different person. It was about coming up with questions that would engage this person and, um, and showing them that I was interested in knowing who they were. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, not, not interested in, um, in who they would think that I am, but that I thought they were really cool and really interesting. And I wanted to know them. So, um, so I would probably come up with a few questions that you're going to ask, um, and, and be ready to come up with some follow-up or, um, you know, clarifying questions on the fly, but, just come up with a few questions that could lead you to deeper conversations. And, you know, like if someone says something as simple as I'm from Minnesota, ask which part, don't just, you know, leave it at that, ask which part and try to remember and really try to show that you care to know them and even make a connection. Maybe, maybe you have a cousin in Minnesota or something. Um, another thought is, um, it's really important to actively listen to, um, to nod, to, (laughs) yeah, to, to, um, to say, oh my gosh, that's such a good point. Or, um, let them know that, that you're really, really actually engaged in what they're saying. Another thing is smiling. I know it sounds really silly, but it honestly makes the biggest difference. And I say this as someone who doesn't smile naturally, I'm not, you know, a super, 
um, bubbly or, um, like straightforward person. But, um, if I think back on all the people that I liked just right off of the bat without really knowing why it's because they were smiling at me and Mm -hmm. they just felt like a very positive presence to me. Um, so I would say just, just try to, you know, actively listen, smile at somebody. And, um, I just want to jump in here real quick. It sounds like there's a lot of self-awareness that's involved in this process. Like you're saying, recognizing, okay, how do I carry myself? Do I naturally smile or not? That might be a question that some of us might assume we know the answer to, but maybe we don't. Like you're saying, if people perceived you as being mean because you weren't talking, (laughs) I mean, they're they're not right that you're mean, Um, but (laughs) this idea of, wow, um, what what do I do when I'm in a public setting or in a a large group or something like that? And how might I be perceived because uh, we can't make changes to that unless we know. It's, it's really true. And, and I think, yeah, that's a really good point. It's important to really think about how you're probably coming across and be honest with yourself and, and even ask somebody that, that, um, that you trust, it'll be really helpful. It might be painful at first. Like it was hard for me to hear that somebody thought I was mean because I was going, I didn't say anything. Why would you think I'm mean if I, if I didn't even say anything? Um, but, but ultimately it was really helpful because I thought, okay, obviously I'm doing something that is, you know, coming across this way that I really don't want to come across. What's something that I can do to not let that happen again, basically. Um, so yeah, definitely self-awareness is a, is a pretty, pretty big thing here. But, um, another, another thought I had was, you know, don't be afraid to have an opinion. Like if someone brings up a movie, say something that you liked about it or bring up like a similar movie that they might enjoy because they enjoyed that one. You know, people, um, if if you don't have any opinions, no one's going to know who you are, you know? And, and you want people to know who you are. Um, so again, just don't, don't shy away from, um, expressing who you are and, and having an opinion about something. Um, and lastly, I just wanted to say, I have faith in you. Keep practicing. It's not always going to work. You might still have those, um, those gatherings that you go to and you go, you go home and you go, wow, I didn't say anything that whole time. That's, that's probably going to happen again, but you don't have to let that keep you from ever trying again. You don't have to beat yourself up about it. And, um, just please don't worry if, if, if that happens again to you, it's okay. This is just Mm -hmm. something that you're going to practice and it's a muscle that you'll build, you know? Um, and lastly, just know that you're not alone in your struggle. Um, true. true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am someone that, um, I sort of feel like no one in the world could possibly understand me, which is like so silly, <laughs> but that is something that I immediately go to. I go, no, one's going to understand me. No one will get me. I'm the only person that struggles with this. And honestly, that just makes it so much harder to overcome anything. And I promise you someone else is struggling with the exact same thing that you are. You might not see it, but I promise you, you are not alone. That that's actually really comforting and helpful. I think. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. So 
Um, now we're going to be moving on to our weekly uh, recommendation segment that we would like to call May We Suggest, uh, where we'll talk about what we've been watching or reading or listening to, wearing, eating that just gave us this extra dose of happiness and, and beauty and joy throughout the week. So Jessica, what is your suggestion this week? My suggestion um, is actually a recipe that I came up with last last summer slash fall. Oh. Right now we're transitioning in into fall. I think once this goes out, it will be officially fall, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but I have made these muffins. I call them peach einkorn muffins. Einkorn is a kind of grain. Uh, it's kind of wheat. So I buy the grain um, in bulk and I, I, I mill it here at home. And uh, Keely, you probably know this because you visit Colorado frequently, mm -hmm. but um, we have wonderful Western slope peaches Ooh. in August and September time. So Daniel and I bought um, this big box, uh, like 20 pounds of peaches. So I'm just so excited <sighs> to bake these muffins that I made last year. And now it's peach season again. So I bake them again. And uh, they just brought me so much joy. I've been waiting, you know, in like an entire year to make them again. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah. We love to have tea time and just have things in the freezer for snacks too. So I whipped up a batch of those and, um, it's on my blog, which we can mention at the end too, if you're interested in trying yeah. them yourself. Yeah. They're delicious. Oh, I would highly recommend to everybody listening to actually go check out that recipe because I, um, this summer I, I was over at Jessica's house in Colorado and she cooked us this incredible meal. All of it was from scratch, by the way, like all of it. And I was, it was heavenly. It really was. So I would, I would trust this girl when it comes to, um, food recommendations for sure. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. It's a joy. It's a joy. <laughs> Um, that's a wonderful suggestion. So my suggestion this week, um, is, so I have definitely suggested this, um, this music on another podcast, but I'm going to do it today anyway, because it's, I think it's really perfect for, um, for this season that we were headed into. And so I am going to suggest a musician called Novo Amor and, um, he's so, so good. And I first discovered him, um, he was part of the soundtrack to a movie that I really, really loved watching that I'm going to save the name of so I can suggest it another time. <laughs> but, um, but a few, but his, I mean, I'm sorry, his music, I'll have to talk about that first. Um, his music is just so incredibly haunting and, and calming and just so undeniably beautiful to me. Like it's just, it's this whole experience. Um, and a few of my favorite songs of his are state lines repeat until death and carry on no carry you not carry on carry you <laughs> um and he always mixes strings and, and piano and these really unique vocals and um well, part of what i love so much about his music is it just always makes me feel like i'm the main character in an indie coming of age movie like you know just staring out like the window really dramatically <laughs> Um, which really helps when I'm sitting on a very crowded subway, mm. um, in a really big city feeling not like the main character. <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, Music has a lot of power to kind of transport us and feed into our imagination. Yeah. I can it, definitely vouch that this is a great artist to check out. I've 
very much enjoyed listening since you've first recommended to me. Oh, I didn't realize I had recommended him to you. Wow. I'm just spreading the word on this guy. (laughs) Actually, I heard it. I heard it through probably your recommendation, not, not, not directly to me, but. Cool. (laughs) You you see how the word travels. It's great. Word travels. Um, Yeah. So those are our recommendations this week. We hope hope, uh, to bring a little bit of extra beauty to your guys's week. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we wrap this episode up, um, I just want to thank each and every person that tuned in today. It really means so much that you would come on in and just hang out with us for, um, for 30 minutes this week. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review. I, I know it's, I typically don't leave reviews on things and, you know, it's, it's, um, a little out of your way, but it just really helps us promote the podcast and get it in front of other listeners. So please, if you liked this episode, just leave a quick little review. It means so much. Um, and before we go, Jessica, how can listeners get in contact with you and just check out what you've been up to? Sure. Yeah. So as I mentioned, uh, that, that recipe, I ha- I have a food blog, food and lifestyle. So it's recipes as well as musings on life, um, slowing, gathering, mm. being, etc. So that is called this real journey. And you could find that at this real And uh, I'm not super involved in social media, but I have kind of been dabbling a little bit in Instagram. So if you're interested in hopping over there, my handle is Jessica J Schroeder. Wonderful. Awesome. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can search my name on any of the socials. I am probably most active on Instagram, which um, my handle is at Kelia.Clarkson. And of course, um, you, you know, reach out. I would love to hear from, from any of you and um, check out Wallflower Journal, wallflowerjournal.com. We have new articles coming out every single week about relationships, beauty, recipes, personal stories, and so much more, some of which have actually been penned by my wonderful co-host, Jessica herself. Um, so it's just so much fun to um, to have new articles coming out every week and um, just create a space of beauty for women. That's really just my passion. So we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Dear Wallflower today. If you have a question you'd like answered, you can send your letter to dearwallflower at wallflowerjournal.com. Every letter we read will be kept totally anonymous. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.